0: Hello
1: I'm Chrissy, and I'm Caroline and we're interior designers. More and more people are asking us about what we do and how we do it.
0: Which brings us to our new design adventure the design duet. Join us as we discuss the ins and outs and the ups and downs of interior design. Greetings. Greetings. Good morning Caroline. Good morning Chrissy. How are you today? I'm good and you? I'm very good. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Because we're about to do our first Design Duet podcast. Fantastic. I'm Chrissy. I'm one of the co-hosts and we have Caroline.
1: Caroline Tuzzo, that's me. What are we talking on today? We're going to be talking about ourselves firstly and then we're going to be talking about our individual styles and we're also going to be talking about what we do as interior designers.
0: So it's sort of an introduction. Absolutely. Getting to know us. Correct. Exactly. Because there's a lot to know. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: said it. Well, I'll start off by introducing myself. So I'm Caroline Tuzo. Um, I'm an interior designer. I'm a wife. I'm a mother and a daughter. I've been doing this for over 25 years. I can't believe that I have been doing this for over 25 years. It goes fast. It's gone fast. Um, I studied many years ago. So that's over well 30 years ago. I started doing my interior design course and I came out and pretty much straight away went into doing interior design. Where did you study? I studied at RMIT in Melbourne, Victoria. And I just loved it. It was my passion. Just really enjoyed everything, every facet of interior design. So that's probably what I'm most passionate about. You
0: Um, didn't go
1: straight from school, did you, into design? No, I didn't actually. So I worked a lot of jobs, but mainly in retail. Mm -hmm. And then I went into a job where I was decorating properties before they went onto the market. And from that, that's when I did start studying. And in that, I was able to start my own business. You went out on your own. Went out on my own. And I have been on my own, but I've always had someone working with me, thank goodness. And that's where you've come along (laughs) and been part of my business. Yeah, so and that business has proven to be, you know, something I really enjoy, really love and... Yeah, I just I probably just enjoy beautiful things, and I'm passionate about what I do, and I enjoy fabrics, and I enjoy furniture, and I enjoy you know style, and yeah, just and and I think meeting people, meeting people, absolutely, that's yeah certainly me, and anybody who knows me knows
0: that that's a big part of what um, I enjoy doing. Definitely. What about you, Chrissy? Well, I'll introduce myself. My name is Chrissy, and um, like Caroline I'm a mother, a wife and a daughter and I did not study interior design. I was a kindergarten teacher for 20 years um, but I've always loved renovating and design. Did the classic stuff as a child where I'd rearrange my room a fair bit and drive my mother crazy probably and anyway I was a teacher. uh, That's where I met Caroline um, we can go into that another time, but met Caroline through that and I don't know how you realised I liked interior design actually.
1: It was actually when I saw your home in a magazine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. I remember you renovating. I remember right. we talked about it a lot and we'd just discuss it and then all of a sudden you'd appeared in this magazine. So we had a bit of a chuckle about that. <laughs> And that's when you invited me around to have a look at your home. And that's when we
0: started talking all interiors. Yes, we did. Okay. It's so long ago <laughs> that, you know, I've really got to rack my brain to remember. Um, anyway, I then started doing odd days here and there with you. And it just grew over the years. And I've been with you for 10 years now. Maybe longer. We're not really sure. It's just time goes so fast. Um, but I sort of work in every facet of your business now and love it love it I I love everything about it and I must say you love colour um, and everything else that comes with design but I also really love finishes and textures and I just love seeing how people live their lives and um, helping them in their spaces Uh, I've got a tidbit Caroline we're similar but we're different so you only have daughters and I only have sons so we're kind of like yin and yang we're also from large families, both of us. Mm-hmm. And we're the youngest children of large families.
1: The I best always at the end. Oh, of
0: course. The princesses, shall Correct. we say. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot of shared life experiences and perhaps that's why we relate to each other so well. And it all just works, doesn't it? Sure does. Caroline, one thing I've been thinking about, why did we decide to do these podcasts?
1: I think it was our passion. Uh, I think we, we talk about it all the time. Um, and a lot of people probably ask us that question. Yeah. And, you know, people enjoy our company, I hope, and they are always asking us questions. And, you know, it, it baffles us because we do it every day. Um, but in actual fact, we've got a lot more to give and a lot more to say. And
0: I just think that it's giving back. It's also kind of reflective. Well, I think it's making me really think about what we do every day. Correct. And helping other people understand this industry. Exactly.
1: So I'm going to talk about my style a little bit. So Chrissy and I are definitely very different in our styles, but that is a good thing because I think we bring different things to the table. I'm probably more eclectic and I love mixing the old with the new. So I do love antiques, but I do love repurposed furniture. As Chrissy said before, I Absolutely adore colour. I am a bit of a colour girl, so I'm probably known a bit <laughs> pink, 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 pink. pink. Um, I'm probably known for that. Um, but I absolutely can see what clients need and want, and pair things back. And I do appreciate paired back areas
0: and looks and styles. But your own personal style, correct, is as eclectic and as bright as it possibly can be. <laughs> correct. What about you? What about your style? Um, yes, I am quite different to you. I'm probably more contemporary, a bit more organic, perhaps. I love colour and pattern, but probably more muted than you. I love your, I love that you love colour, actually. I love that about you. Um, I definitely love antique pieces and mixing, mixing them with, um, new. I like imperfection in the antique pieces too. I just love it that they're old and battered and have they've, they've had a life. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I agree with you. So why don't we start about what we're going to talk about in our first podcast, Chrissy, and that is what we do as interior designers.
0: Very big question, Caroline. Um, I would say the starting point is finding out our clients' needs and wishes. And this is definitely done through listening to our clients. It's not about what we want, it's about what they want. And we definitely believe it's best to engage a designer at the beginning of the job, meaning when the client first engages with the architect and the builder to get the best result. We do lots of different things and this could include concept and design of a new build or a renovation, which is basically the look and design. Um, We source trades, uh, we establish budgets, client budgets, um, and budgets is a very big topic which we will talk in length about in the future Having a budget or knowing what the budget is that we're working with will determine our sourcing selections, uh, but we'll expand on this in the future. We also do things like looking over um, floor plans and reviewing them, um, you know, aiming to get better functionality. We'll do colour consultations. It might be for a room, a whole house. There's, It's just very varied, but there's definitely a, a process Absolutely. that starts at concept and design. Absolutely.
1: So definitely, as you're saying, Chrissy, you know listening to the client it's just so important because well, it's we, everything. it's everything. And we often go into our um, jobs and every job um, is different and quite unique and individual. Um, but there is clients that you know say to us, I'm only looking for furniture design, for example. So people might just say, I only need furniture for this particular job. And often that's the case, but often it evolves. But choosing and selecting furniture is a massive part of what we do as interior designers. Window furnishings, another massive thing that we do as interior designers. Hard surfaces, which you love and adore, I do. Um, but that could include, you know, hard surfaces being tiles on a wall. Could include bench tops. It could include floorings. You know, exterior finishes. Um, it, it's and hardware. hard yeah hardware yeah handles yeah, doorware so there's a lot of areas that um that covers and another big thing that um we really enjoy doing is lighting our
0: favorite
1: our favorite one of our favorites yeah. um yeah so lighting in, is massive in in our world now absolutely looking at exterior as well as interior decorative as well as um task lighting as you know really yeah. looking into what the needs are for a family or for a business or whatever it may be. And another big one that we seem to be doing a lot of now is joinery. Really um you know talking to clients about what their needs are when it comes to cabinetry and that seems to have evolved and you know talking about the sustainability and the products that we use and and why we are using them,
0: which is so true I mean sustainability is just so important in this day and age, isn't it? Just for the environment, the air we breathe, less trees being cut down. So Chrissy, we're going to talk about kitchens and bathrooms and laundry designs. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's a big part of what we do. We might do, you know, a 3D drawing to help the client visualize what they're doing. This involves flat lays often. So perhaps just if it's for kitchens and bathrooms and laundry, it would be hard finish flat lays of ...flooring, tiles, wall tiles. Um, Right. So that's a flat lay. All your finishes. Yeah, that's right. So it's what the end product will look like. Okay.
1: So gathering, sourcing... Yes. ...and then putting that all together... ...and how we actually show the client what the end look of an area... ...or a
0: space is going to be. That's right. Um, Once we've sort of gone through all the sourcing... ...and shown our clients everything we're bringing to the table... We then you know, go on to another facet of what we do is our product and project management, which is a lot of the administrative tasks. Often boring, Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. So we won't speak too much about that, but it's a very big part of what we do. So that part's obviously not as um, glamorous as some of the other bits and pieces that people think we do very glamorously, but really that's just something that has to be done so you get to the end of the, the job.
1: Yeah, so that might might be another subject that we cover yeah. in a podcast going forward. Yes.
0: Another big part is art, Kaz.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we are often talking to clients about art. It's quite a personal thing. And so selecting art for clients sometimes is quite difficult because they all have their own their own feel, look, desire, colours that they enjoy in subjects. Subjects is a massive um, part of It's art. very personal. Yeah, definitely. So we we love in our business using old and we love using new. Um, but you know, people have old, you know, pieces that they've got existing or it might have been, you know, a grandma's or an old aunt's. or so something like that in a piece of art is fantastic to reuse and repurpose so in you're a job. Reframing it, for instance. Correct, exactly. Just looking at the piece Mm. and really enjoying that piece and actually, you know, making that into a more decorative item or it might be something, you know, that just stands alone,
0: sits by itself. Which could be a completely new piece that we've had commissioned or gone with a client to view. Exactly. So that's um,
1: part of what we do. That and decorative items I think is another a big part of our business. So decorative items meaning, you know, it might be glassware, it might be existing decorative items that you've got in your house, it might be purchasing new pieces, might be books, could be plants. True. um, So your greenery, Um, ceramics, you know, sometimes people just have old pieces that, you know, from their grandma that they love and enjoy. So that can really evolve and, you know, make something in your home, in your house look like a home. Could be also...
0: Recovering lampshades. Exactly. You've got your grandmother's floor lamp and you want to put a new shade on it. So we'll spend hours finding a fabric for that.
1: Correct. And
0: getting it made
1: up. Exactly. So that probably leads us to another big part of our business now, which is styling. So we we do have styling days. We, we do. We have um, styling mornings and we sometimes just do styling ourselves just to, you know, keep that that energy level up. Um. Yeah. So this this styling part of our job is generally at the end of uh, finishing a house. It can be. It
0: can be a year later, can't it?
1: Correct. Sometimes when people do finish their homes, they just want to live. Yeah, that's right. And that's fine. So, and it might be ten boxes that they're never going to open, you know, or they don't open for the next year. So that could be something that
0: that really happens
1: in time. Yeah. Another big thing I was going to say to you, Chrissy, was why do we use a designer? Why do people use designers? And it's mainly because they need help.
0: Yes. Some some people might be in the middle of a job and they suddenly realise they don't know where to go next. Correct. Or it might be at the beginning, which would be preferable. Exactly. So that is one thing that we have
1: found. Um, People need help. People are asking us, can you help me? Often they don't have the confidence and they're not feeling like they're they're quite there. And they can't visualise. They can't visualise. So we definitely are trying to bring the bigger picture to them. Definitely. So, and that's in, you know, in the interior design world. So people look at us and think, oh, they, they just are interior designers and they just choose furniture and they do window furnishings. But really what we're trying to do is get into the client and, you know, see what they love and enjoy and see what their priorities are and bring their thoughts to fruition. Correct. And give them a feeling and give them an identity and uh, bring their look and their style into their home or into their
0: space. And, of course, you know, you've got your years of experience and expertise and you've got skill in doing drawings and Auto AutoCAD and renderings. You've also bring to the table resources that the client probably doesn't have available to them. Um, we've got the knowledge of scale and proportion, which often the everyday person cannot even consider in their mind. It's, it's, it is very hard. We are the people that can do that for you and just bring the right size sofa, for instance, into the the room that you have. Often people just go out and buy pieces of furniture and then they get it and they're like, oh my God, it's too big for the room. What <laughs> so are we going to do? So it's it's that sort of concept where we can understand the, the scale and the size of the room, and proportions. the proportions, and we'll bring it to fruition for the client to get what they're looking for and exactly. what they need. And it's having that Extra set of eyes and a professional
1: set of eyes. So you don't make costly mistakes. Exactly. So that is a massive thing that a lot of people say to us. Um, I've done it before and I thought I could do
0: it. And now you're here to correct it. So, And they'll often say once you've completed, say, that room or that job, wow, I had no idea that it would end up as well as it has. Um, I had no idea that this is how it would look but it's what I wanted. I just didn't know how to get it to that point.
1: Yeah, so again, that brings us back to the beginning of, you know, us listening to the clients. So really finding and um, nutting out what their look and style is because we've, we've got the other set of eyes, but we certainly are looking for their style and we are certainly looking at, you know, a functional space, area. Functional and beautiful. Absolutely. And then, yeah, just bringing it to reality, and you know, and making sure that there's no big, massive, costly mistakes um, that people tend to or say regrets, that, regrets
0: that that they tend to talk to us about along the way. And most people, you know, they say, "How do we? How do we get you? How do we find you?" It's really very simple, and it's just quite easy to find a designer. Word of mouth, I would say, most of the clients we work with are word of mouth. Um, through family, friends. But, you know, nowadays we've got so many designers on TV, don't we? Correct. That have great ideas and do wonderful things and, you know, you, you can engage them but, again, you've got to remember they're in a price bracket that you might not be able to afford. <laughs> Maybe you can. Um, but that's another way of finding designers. Magazines is another way. You can simply, you know, go into to Google And put in interior designer in your area and a whole list will come up of interior designers. Um, Websites, if you've heard of a designer, go onto their website. You can communicate through their website, email, DMing. Instagram, massive for designers these days. It's endless, the design pool on um, Instagram. Again, you can thoroughly check them out their Instagram feed and you can um, direct message them. Facebook, Pinterest, really it's it's Endless. endless, isn't it? Correct. I'll say on that
1: though, I always love meeting new people as we talked about before, but I also really love and enjoy getting to know what the person is about and why they've actually contacted me. And I will say that I feel it's very important to click with your your decorated designer, builder, architect and you'll know, you'll know that. It's a, it's a process sometimes but, you and know. Perhaps gut instinct. Exactly. But looking up somebody and, you know, seeing what they've done perhaps isn't the same as having a conversation and a conversation I think is, is the key and, you know, getting to know someone and if you're going to work closely because it is, you you are working very intimately with with a client um so getting to them to know me and you and I and us to know them and what they're bringing to the table as well I think that's really important
0: well you're spending so many hours in their personal life too you're knowing everything about what they do in their house yeah you really need to have a connection you sort of become a friend correct don't you absolutely yeah so I think once you've made that that connection,
1: you know, that might be, well, I, I always love talking to people, um, having a conversation. I mean, it could be over the phone. It can be a Zoom. Not, it, not so much anymore, really, phone conversations, is it? No. It's changed. It has changed. So I do get a lot of emails.
0: And yes. And I do get a lot of DMs. And I do try and answer them all. But we then do, if we, once we have connected, we then do a meet and greet, don't we? Absolutely. Which is hopefully, as you said, face-to-face or Zoom. And then we'll have an initial chat, find you know a lot out about the person or the family or the business, you know whether they're a children, whether they live in a house, whether they have animals. It's just really important to listen and take note of everything the client is telling us because this will help us with our brief. Correct. So documentation. That's right. We prepare client questions. Some designers, I think they do questionnaires before they even mm. arrive. Um, to meet the client, that's a really good way also to find out about every part of that person's life. So we'll prepare questions from the initial chat and leading on to the next stage is the initial consultation, which is really the first official step in the design process when you um, meet a new client. This is really where the client shares their thoughts and ideas with the designer for example, you know, it's what they need and want in the job we're doing for them. You know, it might be like what colours they prefer, um, what flooring they prefer. Well, hopefully, you know, you do hope, don't you, that they kind of know a bit about what they want. Um, if they don't, we've got to try and gauge what we think is best for them in terms of quality and functionality. Um, you're just really trying to gauge everything about that person and the way they live their lives. Correct. So that's probably
1: one of the most important meetings with our clients. So it's them getting to know us. True. It's us getting to know them. Mm. So it's a it's a big listening area. Lots of note taking. Lots of note taking and lots of
0: questions. What is the main question you ask, do you think?
1: So the main question I probably would say what is the feel? And what's the look and style that you're wanting?
0: And I don't always get the answer. But often they'll come straight out with a problem, won't they? Correct. Look at this window. Look, there's absolutely no light coming in or too much light coming in. It it often starts with a problem. Correct. Doesn't it? It does. So us just, again, bringing it back to basics
1: and just saying, what is that look? What is that style you're after? What is the feel that you want? And so bringing it back to them, making Mm. them answer the question, because we're trying to find out about them, not necessarily trying to give them a solution
0: in that first initial consultation. And it's definitely not about us. It's about them. Correct. From there, um, once we've gained this knowledge and we've had a bit of a look over, we will um, come up with a fee proposal, which is prepared for the client. And that's fairly straightforward. I don't think we need to talk too much about fee proposals because we will in depth Another time. Uh, then we begin to onboard. Uh, it's a big term in design people's world. It's really about getting the project rolling, explaining the process to the client, working through our checklist. From there, we start sourcing materials and getting samples, setting meetings up with the architect, the builder, suppliers, and the client. And we use our client meetings to tick off our, check, our long checklists sometimes. And then we will move on to concept development, um, where we start sharing with the client any design concepts and documentation, samples and drawings, and even mood boards.
1: Yeah, which is a big part of what we do. And one of probably the most fantastic parts of our our job is actually sourcing and getting to that area and you know, showing and enjoying and you know making people excited and know, getting um, everyone on the same page. So from here, we're um, probably documenting, well, we are documenting everything. That is a massive part of what we do also. We have all the extra drawings done that are needed. And in in this time where we're actually engaging with the client, we're engaging with the builder often, and even with the architect, if um, the architect just left us with the drawings, we're absolutely all over those and making sure that we're um, Where we know the house inside out and what they've specified and why, um, we want total transparency always between everyone involved, exactly. And then we pretty much, after having that consultation with the client and making sure that you know that they are in love with what we've found for them and they're in, they're actually enjoying what we what they're seeing for the first time. And we've brought what they want to the table, so and you know getting them excited and you know making sure that they are enjoying what they're seeing as much as we
0: have enjoyed perhaps sourcing that those items for them. We can always go back and find other bits and pieces if we need to. Yeah, so I don't have to make a decision
1: there and then. Correct, and often there is another party that needs to look at it. That's right, <laughs> and often that person may not be present. Um, so making sure that you know that they're excited as much as we are. And from there, it's often the process is the quotations. So we pretty much once, you know, the client has decided and we have put it to bed, quotation part of it all starts. And that is a um, a period, it w- could take a period of time to do that, um, because it's often, you know, we're to in and fro in. And it's um, the the nitty gritty of it all so it's making sure that we know and we're now probably project managing that part of the the part of the um the client's work
0: when you say it takes a long time even just dealing with you know showrooms often you know our suppliers they're on the floor all day and they haven't got time to look at our request for a quote that could take days exactly
1: and also you're making sure that every bit of what the client and you've shown the client is included in that quotation. So, for example, might be a sofa. So we've perhaps taken the client in to see a sofa into a showroom and we've selected two different seat, you know, cushions, one's on the seat and one's on the back. And so they might be completely different. So making sure that that's all included in the quote, mm. the fabric that we've actually selected for that for that particular client the trim, you know, there might be a contrasting trim. um, Making sure the fine detail is all there. Exactly. So that often, you know, that toing and froing, making sure the actual supplier has all the information and we have submitted the the information to them correctly.
0: So... And checking stock levels, all of it it can take ages.
1: Absolutely. Making sure that our workroom has the time to do it. Right. So, and making sure our suppliers actually have the stock
0: and sometimes you might change your workroom you might think actually i think they're too busy or they're not the right person for the job um you know you're looking around for other workrooms or suppliers
1: absolutely and sometimes you have no choice that's right so definitely we're all uh, humans correct Mm -hmm. during covid we found that Mm -hmm. a little bit more difficult um so we had to find new workrooms for a lot of areas in our business yeah, so at that this point in time, we do send the invoice to the client, and we also make sure that they're happy with what we're invoicing as well. So pretty much, we ask for a deposit, and we get the ball rolling on that job. When they do pay that deposit, and we all we've documented the um, everything, and the invoice is sent to them, um, we order away, and off we go. This process does vary from job to job. I know that that sounds very, um, okay, straightforward, but it's not always.
0: But every job's unique. Every job's different. Correct. So it's never straightforward. Exactly. From there, our final job that we do is installation. So you might have a day of installations where um, furniture is being brought in, art, objects, plants. You might even be checking the heating and the cooling, for instance, that the doors are all locking properly with their new door handles. It's, it's, it varies from job to job but it's a massive part of what we do and it's, as you said earlier on, it's done at the end of the job. We usually do a walk through, um, tick off our checklist, make sure everything's arrived, not damaged, make sure all the sofa cushions are on, we style objects and then we tick off our list and we hand over to the client. Of course before we hand over we do deal with anything that perhaps hasn't arrived or isn't complete or hasn't you know arrived the way we wanted it to and we deal with whoever we need to for that be it a trade, be it a supplier and then we tick it off and hopefully give it to a happy client. Yes exactly. So this is
1: basically what we do as interior designers but there is so much more as Mm. well but you know getting to the end, that completion of, of that project, that's probably one of the best parts and most satisfying parts of, our, of what we do. From my end, the boring bit, sending off the final invoices um, for my time, for Chrissy's time, for uh, deliveries, for um, the items and products that have just arrived and making sure that they're all paid. And we go over and we review everything. So we do, you know, walk through the projects um, make sure that we've as Chrissy said, we've completed everything, we've ticked it off. But we we review what we've done. This can be with the architect and the builder and um, any of the trades that are, are there as well. They're you know often so proud of what they've done, and with the client. So you know our our goal, our key goal is to make sure that they're happy. Um, and we follow up with them. You know we stay in touch with them. You know often we've become friends by now. <laughs> So that's a big part of what we do and, you know, photographing things. If we can get things photographed along the way and I know this is super important to a lot of interior designers and um, architects but, you know, if we can photograph the job, fantastic. And hopefully put it on the website. Exactly, on our social media and, you know, a big part of um, what we do. A lot of people love getting their work into magazines. So, yeah, just making sure that the, the client's happy and, you know, really... Yeah, just got what they wanted from us.
0: Hey, Caroline, I've got a myth for you. All designers have stunning homes. Do you agree? Uh, no, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> I would
1: say no to that um, because I feel like we we all have a budget. Um, so my budget may not be my client's budget. <laughs> so as a result of that, you know, we our home, you know, my home. I'll talk for myself, not for you, but you know, I love my home and it's, it's something that is, you know, beautiful for us. And it's a space that, you know, we come together and it's really warm and inviting. Um, but it's probably not for everyone. And
0: as I said, I had a budget with that house and I still do. And it's probably more reflective of you than your clients, but also, you know, the old story, you know, with plumbers, for instance. I had a a wife of a plumber say to me once, my husband is, you know, fixing everybody's pipes and taps, but we've got leaking taps everywhere in our home. It's just because you become a bit time poor. Correct. Um, If you're working full time, really have the time to go and style your house, do you? Exactly. And another thing that
1: people are asking us a lot, your job seems so glamorous. Is it? That glamorous,
0: Chrissy? (laughs) (laughs) There are bits and pieces. That are glamorous, aren't they? You know, we we get to go to some really exciting um, designer fairs and showings, showings and that's glamorous. <clears throat> I put a bit of makeup on those days, correct? And you wear your best, your best that day. Yes, but really, it's just like any other industry. There's always a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of billing, quoting. Design is very complex, often. Um, you're sitting down, head down, bum up, nutting out nutting things. it out. Yeah. And also,
1: you know, on site. Like people don't know that we're often on site, you know, in in mud. mud <laughs> um, with uh shower shower caps on our feet so that we're not getting anything dirty. Walking up and down half made stairs. Correct. Very scary. Or a, a ladder. Lie. Yeah. On a ladder, up and down a ladder where there's no stairs in properties. Yep, And also, you know, we, we are, we have got the broom out, we have got the vacuum out, we have got the um,
0: chucks out. Um, excuse me, spiders. <laughs> Correct. We've killed a few of those. Exactly in our time. <laughs> Another myth. An interior designer will turn my home into something that's not me anymore. What do you feel about this?
1: Well, my aim, and I think your aim would be the same, is to make a home or a space. And I mean this might be in commercial property or it also could be in a restaurant or
0: in a in a showroom. Um it's to make it reflect you. That's right. I think our job is to listen and bring to the client what they're trying to do in their space. Yeah. So I'm gonna say thank you, Chrissy. Oh, thank you. It's yeah. been fun. It's been fun. I've enjoyed this. We hope that you guys have liked it too. And just remember, if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us. Um, you can look at our Instagram page, Designed Basically get involved with us however you you like. But we think we've probably said enough on this topic. Yeah, and yeah. if you feel there's more you, you, you'd like us to say, drop us a line. Um. And we have had a great time. And we look forward to doing our next podcast, which is coming soon. And it's about sourcing. And until next time, we say thank you. Oh, bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to get in touch, email us on thedesignduet at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram page, the Design Duet.